0: This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the June 20, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. This podcast reached another milestone per my podcasting site. Also, the podcast has now been heard in the United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Russian Federation, South Africa, Japan, Switzerland, India, Poland, Finland, Iran, Sweden, China, Ireland, Germany, and the Philippines. Spread, Please spread news of the views. Quick hitters. FINA, F-I-N-A, is the international body that governs swimming. They looked into the transgender issue and decided that transgender female swimmers who went through puberty by the age of 12 can compete in the female events. For transgender males, there will be hormone level limits. FINA is forming a committee to look into the specifics of creating an open category. I guess there will be male, female, and open groups. France elects their president and then, a few weeks or a month later, elects their parliament. Macron was re-elected president as a centrist. In the parliamentary election that was recently held, his grouping lost seats in the parliament. So he will try to accommodate more groups to get them in his coalition. I think both the right and the left pull seats from the center, best I understand it. I'm reading of a shooting in D.C. that left one person dead and several injured. A witness says that a police officer was shot in the leg, yet still tried to do his job and protect others. Normally, I'm not a big fan of praising people for doing their job, but I make exceptions when those folks are being shot at and have been hit. I commend the unnamed officer. Republicans... Please just don't be stupid. The path is there for a solid victory in November. Your one job is don't look crazy. That is it. One job. But the Texas Republican Party passed a resolution saying Joe Biden is not the legitimate president and the election was stolen. Due to the Ukraine war and a shortage of gas, Germany is looking to restart coal plants. A few years back, Germany shut down nuclear plants for environmental reasons. It always amazes me how smart people can be stupid. So very stupid. And often righteous. Righteously stupid. Not good. Moving on. Soon the Supreme Court will issue their ruling on abortion. I said after the release of the draft, I thought it was 50-50 that Roe would be overturned. I kind of stand by that. I'm probably at 65-35 now, and that change is only because of the leak and the abuse heaped on the court trying to get one conservative to change their mind. I think a wavering justice would have been more likely to change their mind if the last few months had been more orderly on the subject. If Roe is not overturned, then I think it will be curtailed, allowing laws like the Mississippi law, that for comparison is a bit more liberal than most of the abortion laws in Europe. To paraphrase Justice Roberts, I know you want the right to choose, but isn't 15 weeks enough time? A few additional thoughts on this subject. Overturned or curtailed, we will hear this is the death of democracy. Overturning Roe returns the decision to the elected representatives. Curtailing Roe says certain minimum abortion rights will have to be maintained and beyond that, the decision for abortion law will be up to the elected representatives. Leaving a policy decision to elected representatives rather than to the courts is not a sign democracy is dying, rather that democracy is flourishing. It is naive to think we will always like democratic decisions. Two, using mob power to influence government officials is wrong. I don't believe January 6th was an insurrection, or at least if words have meaning, but do feel it was a riot and a riot intended to influence our representatives. That was wrong. Terribly wrong. It is also wrong to distribute the addresses of Justices' homes and where their kids go to school and to protest in terrifying ways outside their homes. On the National Mall? Yes. At the Supreme Court? Yes. On liberal TV? Yes. At a justice's home? No. This is something we should all say is awful. The liberal media should not wait to say it is awful until the right protests outside a liberal justice's home. Three, CNN has a fair article on the history of abortion in the United States. I linked the article by Zachary B. Wolfe. One small point I would add is that he mentions a poll for American support of Roe v. Wade at a bit over 50%. I think that is misleading because Roe allows a state to allow abortions up to the last moment of pregnancy. Yes, I know it is statistically rare, but so were two deaths suspected to, to have been caused by baby formula. If you polled Americans, if they want to allow abortion up until the last moment of pregnancy, I'm sure the results would be single digits. When I read support Roe v. Wade, I think at least support a bill like the Mississippi bill that limits abortions to 15 weeks. Most folks don't know the specifics of Roe v. Wade. Yesterday was June 19th. One thing, I say one thing, President Biden did good was establish June 19th as federal holiday. Sad that we have to commemorate a day when the enslaved people of the United States were freed, but we should. Technically, it was the day that General Order No. 3 was issued by General Gordon Granger. Per the Wikipedia linked article, General Granger issued the order, quote, proclaiming freedom for enslaved people of Texas, end quote. That is a day to celebrate and to mourn the horrors of slavery that preceded it. And also the lost opportunity of a successful reconstruction to embrace the new black citizens as well as to restore the southern states to the Union. As I often do, I have a few related thoughts. First, the federal government often adds but sucks at subtracting. When adding spending for a needed project, they should subtract one that no longer serves its purpose. Or when adding a federal holiday, might we look at federal holidays that have served their purpose and can be eliminated? We are now up to 11 federal holidays. When we added in June 19th, couldn't we have cut one? Maybe Columbus Day. Second, after having Thanksgiving off, then Christmas off, and New Year's off, we have Martin Luther King Day on January 17th, and Washington's birthday in February, and if it's a presidential election year, many get Inauguration Day off. I think George can also go. He probably did tell a lie. And his writings suggest he knew that slavery was bad and called for his slaves to be released upon his death. To me, that is worse than thinking slavery is okay. If you know it's wrong, stop. That reminds me of the great theological scholar, St. Augustine, who said, quote, O Lord, give me chastity, but do not give it yet, end quote. Third, I looked up Andrew Johnson, who followed Abraham Lincoln and was impeached. Johnson seemed eager to get the southern states back into the fold following Abraham Lincoln's example. What struck me were two things. That prior to his death, much of what Lincoln did towards the southern state was, quote, by presidential directive without consulting Congress, end quote. Sound familiar? And that the radical Republicans wanted to be much more supportive of free blacks, After the 1866 election, the radical Republicans were able to pass laws to that effect because they had a veto-proof majority. Too long for this missive are comments on how Reconstruction ended, but are worthy of an exploration at a later date. Yesterday was also Father's Day. Let's be honest. A bit anticlimactic after Mother's Day. Now Mother's Day, let's get that one right. Flowers. Cards, gift, make those reservations early. Father's Day? Wow, thanks for the socks. I'm talking in general, not my kids. I'm struggling how to say the rest of this because it sounds pompous. I tell my kids Father's Day is for amateurs. I don't feel I need it. Make damn sure you take care of your mothers. Yes, they have two on Mother's Day, but I'm good. Many of you fathers did more coaching than me, went to more games probably did more of the typical father stuff. So again, I'm not actually being pompous. Divorce is pretty much always bad, but it gave me the opportunity to be a single dad, and that was a gift. I think fathers often kind of get pushed aside on our views, some of which are admittedly odd. But when you're a single dad, you can actually say this is how we are going to do things. You can talk with your kids and not be corrected. And for half the time, you have to be there to take care of them. Even if you are sick, though not so much if you are time-sharing your kids with another reasonable adult. For a guy who thinks he was a good father, it is odd that I have this view that time-sharing your kids was good. Funny thing is, at least one of my kids agrees. Maybe my views on Father's Day are tempered because I lost my father in 1986. Ray Cross was a good father. Not perfect, not better than yours, but a good father, and I miss him dearly. I'm crying as I write this, as I always do when I think of my father. While he was a good father, he was an epic man. He was raised lower middle class until 1946 when at the age of 12, his father died while the two of them were getting sand for a concrete floor in the garage. The sand wall collapsed on my grandfather and my dad spent four hours trying to dig him out. After that, he and his mother moved down a rung on the socioeconomic ladder, but being rural poor, he did not know they were poor. During the spring, when he was in high school, he would make money by digging out outhouses. Yep, outhouses. For you city folks, that is kind of like a porta potty without a reservoir for the bad stuff. It was a crappy job. He went to college at the age of 16 and got his master's degree. Until he went to college, he never played tennis, and yet he made the tennis team and I think was captain. He was successful in his career, but I most remember the week-long canoe trips we would go on with Boy Scouts and how our canoe usually won, not because of 11-year-old me, or that in his 40s he would play basketball at the high school and nail a turnaround jump shot every time. Or when my wife looks at a picture of him at age 51 after he was diagnosed with a cancer that took his life a few months later, and I'm sure she is thinking, quote, why didn't Jeff look like his father, end quote. I guess I shouldn't have put that in quotes. She didn't actually say it. I miss my father. Thank you.